0: Welcome to the podcast. Woo! It's album Time is the Name.
1: Music is, is the Game, maybe? music. Is, that's the new <laughs> tagline.
0: Music is the Name, Music is the Game. Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Something like that. We're, let's roll with it. Okay. All cool. right. So, in case you haven't listened before, we discuss albums. It's like Fortnite, but for albums, because there's only oh, one wow. left at the end.
1: <laughs> i don't know anything about Fortnite, so i can't it's I a fun can't, game
0: it's i don't know i'm just trying to relate he's trying to be fellow kids i don't relate
2: yeah we need to get that all too valuable like 18 was 1835 demographic yeah, yeah. oh yeah
3: <laughs> well i think even younger because Fortnite's free yeah that gen x millennial oh no crowd oh yeah and then that gen z or whatever the hell you call them
1: i really want to mm-hmm. influence some 17 year olds
2: <laughs> yeah it's, that's it, what it, we're going it? for
0: all right <laughs> <laughs> and i guess we should do some introductions yeah so uh, my name's jason oh. that's it hi jason what's your twitter This is handle? like alcoholics anonymous we only list our first <laughs> names and then just go to twitter handle
3: uh at jason ham underscore uh great i'm tristan and i am at tnash gva
1: uh, my name's ellen grace at starkid cats i've had the same twitter handle for about 8 years please don't ask me about it but i won't be changing it <laughs>
2: <laughs> and i'm um, nat uh, my at is framing the pick cool nice but for real though the
0: concept of the podcast we each bring in an album we talk about it we each discuss it And then at the end, we have a vote and determine what the best album of the month was. Not too hard, and actually kind of like Fortnite, so, you know, if you like Fortnite, listen to this, please.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If I liked Fortnite, I would click on the icon of this and be like, this must be very similar. I guess we gotta start doing Twitch
3: streams.
0: We're just gonna start live streaming our podcast. Yeah. We're gonna do it live. Oh my. All right. (laughs) this has gone off the rails very quick so we should probably get into it (laughs) we'll try (laughs) we'll try we'll try and get it back on track
1: so many train metaphors very
0: (laughs) a lot of train metaphors
2: that's what this podcast is all about trains and video games
0: yeah specifically fortnite and trains yeah (laughs) Alright, so I think it was Tristan
3: first? Yes. So I'm going to talk about Parquet Quartz's uh, Wide Awake. Mm. Yeah, so wow, this is a lot harder to describe now than you thought. I actually sympathize with why (laughs) Pitchfork reviews are garbage. Yeah. So anyways, hopefully I don't get banned (laughs) from Pitchfork for that. But anyways, so it's the, I believe, sixth album from them? That sounds about right. Yeah, because I know they've put out quite a few, so is their first album with uh, production under Danger Mouse, which I apparently people were mad about. I actually really don't know because I am not too familiar with Danger Mouse. I know he did that uh, Grey album thing where you put, uh, what was it? Jay-Z the Beatles and Jay-Z. Jay-Z beats in the Beatles together, which sounds really silly to me. Oh, yeah.
0: God. He also did um uh, The Black Keys, recent oh, stuff.
3: Yeah. Uh, was that the- which one? God, what was the album? Hang on, let me scroll through. My turn leg. blue
0: is that what it is? He did turn
3: brothers blue.
0: El Camino and Turn Blue.
3: I like how I liked how the how those sounded. Which I do actually like how uh, how this album sounds. He also did uh, one of Beck's albums, Modern Guilt, I believe. Yeah, he did yeah. that one. Yeah. Oh. So, anyways, I just remember seeing some indie heads get people get mad at or about that or something. I don't know. Parquet Courts even mentioned that in their AMA, which I actually probably should have read more of. But anyways, this album uh, takes in a lot of funk influences, particularly the song Wide Awake, which they made their television debut on with Ellen on Ellen's show. It's
2: my show. Can I just
3: say, that performance is amazing? (laughs) Yeah. The guy with the, like, big pin? Yeah, and they got, like, the audience white people dancing and... uh, and, and they even got, like, the extra backing bands. And yeah, it's it was just something I did not expect this week. And I don't really think it's them selling out. I think it was actually, I would do something like that, too. I mean, I always applaud oh. Animal Collective for playing uh, number one on Conan ten years ago. <laughs> like, it's weird, because I did some research into
0: that, and Ellen actually might be into this kind of music she had on grizzly bear a few years ago oh interesting so there might be more to this than we think yeah she had
1: st vincent recently too right
3: yeah 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 and so anyways uh so yeah i think i think it's my second favorite Park parquet Quartz album i do have more scrobbles on it that, on, than on then light up gold which is which light up gold i think is my favorite parquet Quartz album it may change but anyways uh so yeah i guess uh Toll football is a good opener like i this is actually where i have a weakness as in i actually don't really listen to lyrics that often so mm-hmm. but apparently it's about after looking up on genius it's about like collectivism versus individualism yeah because this oh, album yeah. very uh current event-ish
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah
0: i actually really like how they put their politics in the music yeah rather than just like a general like Fuck the man! It's actually like their philosophies in the yeah, song, and that was really cool.
3: At having written lyrics myself, I, I typically avoid ab- overt politics in my lyrics just because uh it's hard to write about politics without sound without mm-hmm. sounding bad. Which if my normal lyrics are bad, imagine how uh, my <laughs> my my regular lyrics should be. But anyways, yeah, this album I think is their most overtly political and I think may actually be one of the better political albums of like the Trump year so far, because it's kind of hard to write, to write about Trump because what else to be said? Anyways, enough those politics. So, uh, a song I would actually like to mention, uh, is free bird two. Uh, I remember, in the I remember at the almost had to start a fight slash in and out of patience. That was one of the singles. And at the end you can hear uh, them saying, this is free bird. Two and I'm just like, this is it. This is gonna be interesting. <laughs> and I didn't actually see the track list until the album came out. And then when I saw there was actually a Freebird Two, I was like, holy shit! So I was just just gonna play Freebird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the sequel that you never asked for. It's it's better than the first Freebird. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's actually a genius that uh, Parquet Courts can now just counter the idiots that yell Freebird at them. Then they're like, <laughs> oh yeah. That's just, yeah. I I wonder how many future bands we're gonna see that write like Freebird two, Freebird uh, sixty nine, Freebird four twenty. I don't know.
1: I will be writing Freebird sixty nine, so stay tuned for that.
3: Oh no,
0: <laughs> that's gonna Crap. be the new podcast theme
1: song. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. So the song Normalization, I actually first heard, heard off of a KEXP se- session. That was really good, and of course, there's the. Mm-hmm title song Wide Awake which is like completely different than the rest of the album yeah it's it's, it's
0: super funky
3: it's talking I like heads, it. basically yeah yeah, very much yeah I mean it's kind of like a play on like how people like say they're woke and they're so they're saying like Wide Awake but that's all I really know much about that's all I know about the song mhm cause again it's like I often just listen to the music in the background like I'm, I'm like oh crap they're words <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how bad I am. But anyways, as anyways, yeah, I do hope that they come through my area sometime that I can actually catch them.
2: Oh they're incredible.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they seem great live. Yeah. I've seen some footage and it looks great. And I just wanna see Stoned and Starving live really bad, even though like <laughs> it's like their main song. But I just wanna experience the feedback for like five minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Um one
0: thing I noticed about Wide Awake, and I wish more like rock songs would do this, there's like rap style ad libs in it. Like just people yelling in the background. <laughs> Not like yeah. back vocals, just like people like, Oh, is anybody sleepy? Not me. Like, <laughs> oh in the
2: middle of a song.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It seems so. like very self aware funk. Like, <laughs> like I remember seeing a comment somewhere saying like this is the definition of listens to punk once. No listens to funk once. I think it was the roast thread or something. <laughs> yeah, but I was just like it actually comes across really well. Unlike that, like they really do bring their influence. Like I've seen people complain about uh bands that, that they just basically replay what they're influenced by. But <laughs> it's still uh good. Like
1: it's Yeah good music
2: yeah i think the especially on that one like the mixing and just like the number of things that are coming on like are it, there's a lot going on but it's all like very clear and a very textured yeah. layer thing especially yeah, with I really the, like
3: one of my favorite aspects about wide awake though is the bass like you never really got to hear much of the bass in the previous albums but there's a lot of really groovy bass lines that i really like oh yeah like um oh
0: my god what's the track violence
3: yes that's like a funky yeah. Fugazi song.
0: It's really cool.
3: Yeah. Uh, normalization's the, really good. That's yeah, got a like, great beat.
0: The rhythm section on most of these songs, like Normalization is, has that weird like breakbeat section in the yeah. middle, and it's it's really cool to hear that in like a punk album.
3: Yeah. I mean, this is like a throwback to a lot of those old punk bands cuz a lot of them were in, very influenced by punk. Like keep in mind talking heads was originally like cbgb's punk bands and then Mm -hmm. they turned into like what remain in light became yeah so again it's like it's very it's kind of i'm kind of surprised that a lot of people didn't see the step coming in yeah yeah so anyways (laughs) yeah and then i also do like like a lot of the vocals because it fits in like even though it's like he's not the perfect singer yeah yeah like i'm not a perfect singer either but so that's why i relate to him and then it's like <laughs> i know there's where the name andrew savage it's like his a lot of his songs there isn't much from the other one
0: yeah austin yeah austin like i find the austin songs on this album uh marty beads yeah uh back to earth and death will bring change yeah. Those are the ones where I hear the most I almost said Dead Mouse. Uh Danger Mouse. <laughs> Dangerous, yeah. <laughs> what if Dead Mouse produced this? Oh man, like that beat.
3: Yeah. And they should just uh I forget who that actual famous uh producer the pop producer that makes everything the Swedish guy. What's his name?
0: Oh, Avicii.
3: No, no, uh, he he R. like IP. produced Taylor Swift, Britney Spears. He's produced every single pop person. Oh, Max
0: Martin. Max yeah, Martin. Max Martin.
3: Yeah, what if he produced this album?
0: Oh, I'd love that. <laughs>
3: that would just be one of the coolest things I the think they could ever do. Oh yeah, if and I we also get have... Arcade Courts
0: in 1989. I will. I'm dying for that. <laughs> be yeah, the Taylor best. Swift album. Should bring
3: should bring them out <laughs> for a guest. It'd be like yeah. one of the most bizarre things. But, I mean, next they'll actually get social media. <laughs> Yeah, which I think is kind of cool for them because it's like it's really hard to get around with bands that don't have social media. Yeah,
0: like I was I was looking for them on Twitter because I had to tag them in the tweet. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't have that. Which mm-hmm. is weird. And it reminded me of the movie Green Room in a weird way. Like actually tag some Parquet
1: Court super fan.
0: <laughs> yeah, I almost did that. And I did actually uh, Spoiler for what album is being discussed. Uh, I accidentally tagged the Ice Age movie account. <laughs> <laughs> <God>.
2: <laughs> yeah, we need to get we're there, like, some of
0: their
3: like sweet promo money. Time. <laughs> <in. laughs> see it where the hell up. that squirrel is doing. <laughs> let me see what the hell that squirrel is doing now. Oh, scrap! <laughs> yeah, scrap. Yeah. God, those How many Ice Age
1: movies is there now?
3: Oh. Were there like five? Like five. I remember the three of them. Like, I remember the first one came out when I was. Really young, I remember second one. I remember the third one. That's all I remember.
2: I know there are at least four. I, I feel like there are five. That one that didn't happen when one that happened when I wasn't looking. But like, I'm creeping
1: yeah. their Twitter page now, and they're still making like, like they made an animation related to the World Cup, like to promo themselves. Like, I don't think Ice <laughs> Age needs any are more serious? promotion. <laughs> yeah.
0: God, oh, who's the market for this
1: i guess like kids? who's still following the twitter account ice age well
0: me now
2: <laughs> <laughs> i like to think there's like one lone animator just still sitting there after everybody else like all the story people have gone home and just yeah. like obsessively doing this for like, current events
1: you know what we need to do sell more dvd copies of ice age
2: no uh VHS if-
1: copies Oh my god, as if you can't get them at every single thrift store Yeah
0: Wait, their description is Own on digital HD, Blu-ray, and DVD So VHS is out of the question
1: <laughs> Those are rare, you know
3: yeah. Oh yeah <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, oh I'm still this thinking like about the, this This was actually worth going off topic for Yeah <laughs> But anyways, I that's all I had to say It's actually really hard to describe in albums
0: yeah, it's it's harder than it seems. Like yeah. last episode I said about four words about the Unknown Mortal Orchestra album. But yeah. I'm prepared
3: this up. So Yeah. You should probably Yeah. Apparently he almost deleted his uh notes. I yeah.
0: Be- right before I wish we were recording. Um I was <laughs> yeah. saying like, Oh yeah, this up, I'm prepared. Oh yeah, I've got my notes. And then I accidentally archived it as soon as I said that. <laughs> I
3: was like <laughs> prime comedic timing like it was just i don't even know how to describe it that was a nice water drink (laughs) oh man all right i guess we move on all right
0: so i think good band parquet court's good band good album and ice age is a good movie yeah (laughs) that's what we're getting yeah yeah
1: ice age will win this month
0: oh yeah we're all, all voting for ice age the movie series. yes no album yeah. this is a f-
1: this to is delaney uh, to uh, i love
0: <laughs> films and we're all it's just ice
3: age we i love need to get albums. delaney to draw scrap the squirrel with ms paint i mean that could be our new logo yes yes yeah
0: please
3: all right, delaney do it
0: yeah delaney you're gonna get a several requests about ice age drawings
3: so <laughs> no. please 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 do that let's not even say this to her act. to her like just she has to listen <laughs> to this
0: yeah we'll just edit oh 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 she's actually typing right now yeah wait she's
1: listening <laughs> she's <everywhere>. oh no <laughs> did you actually hear us <laughs> in oh, it
0: she's just <laughs> typing like this is like very fourth wall breaking but <laughs> this is we're using discord and she's just got three dots next to her name and i'm not <laughs> sure typing. what this
3: means yeah so anyways we should
1: <laughs> oh she's just okay. asking uh, something uh, completely different okay. oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh my god <laughs> this thing never
0: happened so anyway oh, the timing yeah. of that we, this is the podcast bottoming out. It's all up from here, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So moving on. Uh, I'm up next. Me, Jason. Uh, and my album that I'm doing is Beach House's Seven. It's obviously their seventh album. No, I thought and I was already- uh, there are so many releases that came out in May that I could have done, that I would have done if Beach House didn't do... An album this month, so I'm just gonna give a quick shout out to the ones I was thinking about doing: uh, Pusha T, DJ Cozy, Paul White, John Hopkins, and Gas. All those are sick, but Beach House put out an album, and that's way more important.
3: It's and one so, of the best albums, I think.
0: Oh my! Absolutely! God, don't get me started. But I'm about to get started. So look out, a <laughs> great right. one. get started. Okay, go ahead. So. Let's go. Um, They changed up their sound so much on this. Yeah. It's way heavier, way more shoegazy. It's darker, and it's amazing. It's probably from Sonic Boom's production. Oh, yeah. It's, Mm. It's their first album since Teen Dream that wasn't produced by Chris Cody, I believe. Oh, wow. So they threw it all out. Got a new producer, saw a Boom. new sound.
3: In case a you Sonic don't beam. know, he produced uh, Panda Bears, Tomboy, and Meets the Green Grim, Re- Grim Reaper. He produced uh, Congratulations from MGMT. He was also in mm. Spaceman Three, with great a, band. Yeah, with Spirit, with Jason Pierce from Spiritualized. You should actually listen to them. Animal Collective yep. loves them and stands them. Oh
0: yes, and um, yeah, this album's just so like meticulously detailed. It's fantastic. The transition from the first song to the second song actually made me stand up the first time I heard it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just, I was like walking around and just sat down and just started pacing. Oh my God. When I heard that, and I was like, holy shit. To like walk outside
1: and scream to everyone, let them know. Yeah.
0: Like, and there is another moment that made that. I said, oh shit, the first time I heard it, and that's the first time I've ever done that. Um, the song, uh, I'm going to butcher this, Le Inconnu, I'm just going to call it the like French L'inconnu? song from now on. There you go, L'inconnu. you can say it better than me. The yeah. French one. Um, the second half of that is actually an unreleased song that was in a movie a few years ago called This Must Be The Only Fantasy. and. They put out a B-Sides album last year with some unreleased tracks, and I was really sad it wasn't on there because it's my favorite of their unreleased tracks. You got it. And so in the middle of this song, which starts off completely different than it, it slowly comes in, the drums kick in, then the vocals kick in, and then it's a completely different song. And I was just like, holy shit, we got yeah. it. And it's completely over, like overhauled, souped up, amazing moment
1: i
2: don't care curiosity, and, um, what movie was it in
0: uh it was in a short film called this must be the only fantasy okay i can't remember who did it actually but it i remember watching it and it was in it and um the lyrics are way different on this instead of just being like you know general lovelorn sad as Beach House usually is. It's way more focused on, like, glamour and death. Mm. I was reading, like, some of the influence on it, and the last two tracks, Girl of the Year and Last Ride, are influence, um, are pretty much about the deaths of Edie Sedgwick, this uh, actor that worked with Andy Warhol in the 60s, who, you know, kind of succumbed to the pressures of fame and OD'd on barbiturates. Oh, no. And um, Nico from... Uh, the no. Velvet Underground one and her bike crash. Yeah. So that's what the last two tracks are about, and it's very different I didn't and even very know grim. That. Yeah, I was just reading really about it the other them. day. Yeah. And, um, of course, like the other songs, like Drunken la Oh my god. Oh, that's Drunken always.
3: LAs. That's my favorite song on this album. Yeah. Same. It's
0: just so <laughs> heavy and powerful.
3: Yeah, just the whole, uh, and it's actually got a really good performance on jimmy kimmel oh yeah yeah and, and oh my god i just can't even describe how much i like that song like it's it just sounds massive yeah, yeah and i haven't then the heard the synthesizer like, like the like the rhythm synthesizer not the pad like just the basic chords yeah it's just, yeah i can definitely tell this is sonic booms a lot of sonic booms influences in here mm-hmm even then this is actually i think more detailed than a lot of his stuff because sonic boom could be really minimal like i was actually reading complaints about uh how like on grim reaper like people were complaining that he stripped back a lot of panda bear sound compared to demos Mm -hmm. yeah Mm
2: -hmm.
3: and um
0: the other song right here a lot of sonic boom is just uh it's woo with all the like weird voice snippets and samples that just play throughout the song yeah and it's yeah it's just very different from them and i think if there was any band that needed to switch up their sound it was beach house yeah but it still sounds like beach house Oh, it still sounds like beach house yeah but just through a different filter yeah i've met it's like i hadn't
3: really listened to beach house teen dream and bloom were sitting in my apple music library for years just like i never got around to it but then like once i Once we were going to do this podcast, I finally got around to listening to 7, and I was like, holy shit, what have I been missing? Yeah. So I've been going through, I think 7 is right now at least my favorite. Yeah, my favorite
0: used to be Depression Cherry, but this is coming dangerously close to topping it.
3: Yeah, and this is like their 12th, 13th year in their career, too. Yeah, now like, it's,
0: it's unheard of this late phase of them
3: being yeah this good. Yeah, I can only think of very few artists of like that are still this good. Like Radiohead, I guess uh, John Dwyer's material is getting even better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, let's see what else. Swans, I guess, counts as really good late, late, later day material. Yeah, I'd argue. Um,
0: Nine Inch Nails is still good. Yeah, I yeah. haven't
3: really listened to Nine Inch Nails, so I can't really add They're, much to that.
0: It's a very embarrassing pick, but I'm yeah. still very much into them because I haven't outgrown my 13 year old Edge Lord phase. Yeah, <laughs> my
3: Edge Lord was just listening to Crapton Metallica. I um,
0: I I like, this is ultimate shame. I used to be very into Limp Bizkit and Corn. <laughs>
1: Yes.
3: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I never got around to listening to those. Oh, it it was a dark time. I don't
1: like nice. to talk about. Do you it. have like merch? You still wear? Sometimes? I don't have
0: merch. Oh. I don't. Yeah. I wish I some. did, because I would.
1: <laughs> Just wear I it around.
0: Totally wear my like a corn
3: shirt everywhere.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> oh
3: my. Wow. It's
1: like dad culture. Wow. It is. It's oh my for god. this Father's Day recorded exactly. episode. <laughs> Yeah. It's
0: actually (laughs) daddy culture. Daddy
1: culture. Yeah. No.
0: No. No. Zaddy culture.
3: Oh no. (laughs) What is Zaddy?
0: I was watching a video of what is Zaddy right before (laughs) we started doing this, actually. Which is why it's fresh in my mind. And apparently Uh, a zaddy is a daddy who's just confident and successful. What? Alright. Yeah. How is
1: that any different? (laughs)
0: <laughs> i don't know
1: <sighs> i can't believe daddy culture is still evolving like
0: yeah. daddy culture is constantly evolving oh Alan. my
1: god
3: actually i just thought of another band that actually did, got really good later phase but this is more further back but king crimson's 80s material is actually my favorite oh
0: yes discipline yeah fantastic
3: dis- yeah it's like that was actually my favorite king crimson material and this comes from of course my 80s prog liking not my not my 80s prog. That was actually the worst mm. era of prog, but <laughs> it's from my high school prog <laughs> days. Mm-hmm. Also,
1: Which, the Slater Kenny Getting Back Together album. Yes. Oh, oh Tom yes, it needs
3: to love. Tom Waits is also good late career stuff. Oh, Nick Cave? Yes. True. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Waits, mm. my favorite album of his, Bone Machine. Uh, that was like 90s, so it was like good 15 years into his career
0: yeah and yeah that's really all i have to say about
3: zaddy culture and <laughs> all right so we're gonna get on a tangent for each album <laughs> yes
1: we have it's one allotted tangent yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah
3: now nah, we are just gonna go into a disastrous territory after this i guarantee
1: okay mm. so i guess i'm next and I chose the Wahada album, which is um, a collaboration between Reggie Watts and John Tehada. Um I don't really know why I picked this. I just like, I listened to it because like, I know Reggie from Comedy Bang Bang, because mm-hmm. that's life. And um, <laughs> his music is like, m- like most of it is kind of like comedic and stuff, but this is like, this is just like a fun album like apparently they met met about a year ago and just started like laying down tracks and stuff and um this is kind of what they came up with and yeah. i really like it yeah. um, I, I
3: i actually listened to this and i thought this was a really fantastic album i haven't had too much time cool. to listen to it yet but it's uh really good I'm not familiar with any of their work either. I've only seen Reggie Watts in this Radiohead parody that he did, which was actually really spot on (laughs) and accurate.
1: I just like, sometimes like I used to be, I used to be one of those people who was like, super like scared of electronic music. And like, it was like, you know, everyone has that phase where they're like, it's not real music, what doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. And I would see like Reggie, like making those like beats and stuff. And it's just like, so, so cool. And some of the lyrics like they're so simple but i just like i even i even just i like his voice a lot over the tracks is like really cool
3: yeah and it's like even more i he does like loop that he still does his loop based stuff and it's remarkable how well he gets it to sync up with the with the electronics which Mm i I don't know if this was like computer post-processing but it's still remarkable as someone that's tried to do a uh, non uh synced up electronic music putting in yeah easy easy to understand terms
2: yeah, yeah somebody I, who's oh i was gonna say somebody who's seen him live he's like really good at getting all of those sort of things to sync up together he's like mm-hmm. I, I think it's just comes down to like years of experience of doing yeah. this and like, like he's really honing his craft
1: yeah like even I listened yeah. to um the episode, he was on an episode of Comedy Bang Bang, like promoting the album and they played um three of the songs like together and it all kind of just like synced in together and I thought that sounded really cool.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. It was a very funky album and honestly yeah. it reminded me a lot of scatman john
2: yes there was one song in particular i'm blanking on the name of it but there was one where he just like starts kind of like freestyle scatting and that like that just very vividly popped into my head when that happened yeah
1: it just reminded me um of like the the one flight facilities song that reggie's on sun Mm -hmm. sunshine i think it's called like i've always really liked that song and i've always like every summer that's on my like summer it just seems really summery to me like so i like uh, this album is just good for kind of like just you know hanging out positive in the vibes. sun positive vibes you know yeah
0: like i thought it was interesting cuz like the lyrics aren't really the main focus here it's no. just his voice as an instrument yeah, yeah. and it's mm. really cool it's a very neat listen i also yeah. like
1: the song let me come to your party because you know sometimes you just <laughs> you just want to go to someone's party you know <laughs>
3: yeah, basically.
1: But I still think uh get down with your bad self is my favorite because it's 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 very confidence boosting. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that and um makes some sense. I really like them. Yeah. <laughs> both of uh, those are like very nineties jock jam sounding. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I'm I'm big fan of that.
1: Mm
2: i had a few favorites none that were like super breaking out ahead of it i think like synchronized toward the end was one of the ones that i was like jamming out to the most when i was listening to it
3: Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah i was i was mainly just listening to this while playing video games so it was definitely but i still was able to pay attention a lot but it's like i don't remember any of the names but there were definitely songs that stood out
1: yeah it's like good just for like like i know there's some music like like the beach house album like i just sat down and i literally listened to it and didn't do anything else and that's kind of like what yeah. that type of album needs but for this one it's just kind of nice to like you can sit down and listen to it and completely focus on it but mm. you can also just like have it happening around you yeah. yeah
3: yeah all right speaking of activities for beach house going back to it real quick nighttime driving that's the album for me oh yes mm. that i was driving sorry you can do uh no that's sorry yeah <laughs> no, it's it's fine but yeah it's like that it's like beach house and chromatics for me are nighttime driving music mm. oh yes
0: i was actually listening to the new chromatic singles after not listening to chromatics for a while because i was yeah. still salty about dear tommy
3: oh yeah him destroying dear tommy
0: Ugh. Yeah, But um, the new singles are great And I hope it actually comes out at some point
3: Yeah, oh crap, that's going to be a big fight Over who gets to do that
0: Oh man, we should just have a <laughs> Dear Big discussion about that Like yeah. a soloette
3: Yeah, I mean how many of us listen to So that means you and me So that's two at least for Dear Tommy
0: That's half an episode so far
3: Yeah <laughs> Alright
0: uh, Crap, where were we? Wahada, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's basically it's basically all I had to say on that. Really. Good. Some it's good, good. It's, some it's good. It's funky content. I mean, it's not comedic, as, but, like, it doesn't have to be. Even though it's on a comedy label, they did it off the comedy label, which I thought I was interesting. I that. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: it's I I guess it's because he knows most people in that scene, so it would probably easy. Yeah. To get on there,
1: yeah, but could you.
3: But it was a
0: weird album.
1: I'm wondering, like, what kind of influence that would have, that had, really. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I hope there's more of this because it's actually really interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like Reggie Watts music that I can play without people being like, "What is this guy saying?" (laughs) (laughs) He's talking about sex a lot.
2: smoking weed a lot Say,
0: saying something about a shit stack what's this
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that song is great though that's a, that's a jam yeah it's a jam but it's a it's a it's a very specific jam for a specific yes. time.
3: <laughs> all right
0: and oh, yeah. i think last up was
1: nat
2: yeah talking about um, the film ice age yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this is this is my uh oral report on the Ice Age series, and <laughs> it's uh it's themes of I don't I don't know I I can't like bullshit this um, global warming <laughs> global warming sucks global and, warming and yeah somehow survived
3: and then humans were in the first movie and then just never came back <laughs> that's all I oh know. yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah also
1: is that what movie is racist I don't uh, it was made a
3: long time ago, so maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: Is Ice Age racist? <laughs> I'm gonna
0: search that right now <laughs> before <laughs> we get on
3: to Ice Age the album. Yeah, no, we're just gonna talk about Ice Age for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> this is gonna just be the title of the episode, Ice Age the, Mo- the Ice Age series.
1: Ice Age. Ice Age, Age and the movie, the, the podcast accusations that won't go away.
3: <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> Oh, it's oh about the actual band. Oh, 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 shit. oh crap! Really? It's from February scrat 2013. Like wearing a
0: maga hat.
3: Why? <laughs> <God.
2: laughs>
3: yeah, scrat, <laughs> Just Scrat's uh, name is like MAGA Acorn. The acorn getting oh taken God. away, t- taken away by the liberals. And Let's Obama. get Scrat
0: on the podcast.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Wherever she th- <laughs> sounds like. That was so accurate, it was scary. <laughs> I can't Holy do that
0: again. shit. I can't
2: do that again, I don't think. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I just
3: so on uh, the Ice Age the. Uh, trying to.
0: How to read yes.
1: racist books to your kids, The New York Times. That comes up when I Google <laughs> Ice Age racist. That- <laughs> oh my god.
3: Okay, what have we gotten into? <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've dug ourselves in a hole deeper than we could dig ourselves out of. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: We're, we're Sorry, Ice Age for the, the band. rest of the
0: episode.
2: Um, so yeah, so Ice Age, uh, this album is called Beyondless. Uh, I actually wasn't super familiar with Ice Age before delving into this album. I had heard their name kind of tossed about a lot when it came to, uh, post-punk revival bands, but I actually never really got around to them until this one came out. And, um, I've been trying to go through backwards as I've been, uh, re-listening to this one over and over, but I haven't gotten too far beyond the last one that came out. I do know that, um, one of the things uh that was noteworthy about this new one is they the last three they cranked them all out like one after the other after the other were like relentlessly touring behind them and they took like i think it was like a three-year break uh to kind of just let things kind of naturally come together rather than just rushing straight into it this time um but yeah i i think what i really like about this album i'm a big sucker for like post-punk and mm-hmm. punk stuff in general yeah. but uh what's unique about this is uh they do lots of really interesting things with both like the instrumentation and the song structure in general because um, like the first couple of tracks hooray and uh painkiller uh which has sky Ferrer on it are mm-hmm. um kind of more direct and then after that they do a lot of messing with uh tempos bring in different kinds of instruments into there uh i love how under the sun like starts and like stops and kind of picks itself back up again um there's like marimba on plead the fifth which is kind of weird <laughs> um, yeah there's like, one
0: song near the back end uh showtime that was like showtime timey
2: yeah, it starts out kind of punkish, and then like midway through, it's like all of the traditional punk instruments drop out, and it becomes this kind of macabre musical type thing. It's, it's, it's really nuts, and I, it's stuff like that that made this kind of really fun to listen to for me. Um, one of the ones that's my personal favorite is uh thieves like us which has this kind of like old-timey saloon feel to it <laughs> mm-hmm. uh like it's 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 all a, it's very contemporary the lyricism on that track but like i was playing uh the video game west of loathing which is like a western parody game as i was listening to this <laughs> album the first time and that like lined up with it perfectly i was like this could easily soundtrack this oh my god <laughs> it's a perfect um, fit yeah yeah um but it yeah i kinda... i under the sun
3: it's one song that comes off the top of my head for this one that one feels like it could definitely be a westerny
2: yeah i think it, that that one it's like a, it's some sort of string instrument i it sounds like a violin viola something like that mm-hmm. toward the back yeah. end as it's kind of like climbing higher and higher it's it, mm-hmm. it, it brings the song to a really cool conclusion um And I also, I I feel like we should talk about uh, Catch It, because that's the one that's been like one of the big favorites among like people that I've seen. Uh, Yeah,
0: that song, I don't know what it is, that like crazy breakdown in the middle where it just speeds up and gets super punky. Yeah, it's it's cool. He sounds like he sounds like drunk Nick Cave (laughs) and it's really, really, really fitting for the lyrics. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's actually kind of funny you mentioned that because the first time I was listening through this, the beginning of Painkiller, he sounds almost exactly like a uh, proto martyrs Joe Casey, like in oh, his yeah. like deeper intonation. I I thought I had like messed something up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I really dig how um, tight this album is. Uh, how like continually interesting it is. It's not like a very it, it's. I like how not straightforward it is. It kind of, um, goes into a lot of different detours and stuff and that makes it feel all the more interesting to listen to. Um, and I don't know. It's, it's been something I've been like compulsively re-listening to constantly. Like there was a day where I was doing laundry and for like the entire, uh, one of the entire cycles I did, I was listening to literally just nothing but under the sun and thieves like us just on repeat.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was just excited to see Sky Ferreira because I had a huge Sky Ferreira phase when I was in high school, <laughs> nice. where I would like dress grunge every day and like like in her very like her very early before she had anything out other than like stuff you could find on YouTube. And I would have like that like long hair and wear like skull sweaters and be like, "I'm That's Sky cool. Ferreira." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they, it was really cool how she was featured on it. Like it was, like their voices were just going back and forth in the verses. Mm-hmm. yeah and uh the horns in that song
2: yeah oh uh, yeah it sounded
0: very like something that would be in like a quentin tarantino movie just like kind of over the top cheesy yeah but crazy at the same time yeah also, it's like
2: it's
3: like her, very i also feel sorry. like her feature to, is like you can't really it doesn't like stick out so much that's like oh but it fits in with a song
1: yeah
2: yeah yeah very naturally integrated yeah yeah, it's interesting. It, like the instrumentation is like very kind of like big bandy, and like I was just trying to think about like what it reminded me of, and it kind of reminds me of some of like the bigger sounding like broken social scene songs that you'd hear where they like just throw a shit ton of horns and stuff on top of it.
0: Yeah, definitely. It reminded me of um, R.E.M. in a weird way, like where it was kind of jangly and like I don't know, very, very melodic bass.
1: Hmm.
2: but yeah um oh sorry no it's fine um yeah that's about as much as i particularly had to say on it i didn't really take notes or anything i've just kind of been collecting a bunch of thoughts that i've had on this but um i don't know i'm excited to keep going through the rest of their stuff uh i ended up listening to the album before this one earlier today and i was it, it seems like uh I don't know. They they've been like an incredibly consistent band from everything I've seen about them.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I wasn't super familiar with them either. Um, but yeah, this got me into them big time. Mm. Like I've been listening back through everything they've done and it's it's cool to hear the evolution from like just another post-punk band to this weird art rock
3: Thing? yeah mm. again that seems to be a very big a theme among a lot of post-punk bands or just punk bands in general like definitely evolving in sounds like starting from their first album again it's like parquet courts like i mentioned oh my god up delaney just uh uploaded. <laughs> <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> oh my yes. god <laughs> yes
3: first draft all right, so... <laughs> yeah, oh no, here we, here it comes again. Oh my god.
0: So here we're re- giving her instructions with no context. We told yeah. Delaney to draw a drawing of scrap from Ice Age. <laughs>
3: and now... Now, <laughs> now Ellen just said, give him a MAGA hat. <laughs> oh my god. This is, gonna, this is the stupidest thing that's ever happened. I don't, I don't see how this podcast is going to be able to continue, you know...
0: We yeah. are so committed to this bit, it's not even like a it's, joke anymore. I found a bunch I, of
1: articles about how people think the film Ice Age is racist, so like I can back this up, guys, if anyone argues. Yeah.
0: Oh, we've <laughs> and got sources.
3: Yeah. We've got receipts. And, then, and it looks like there's also a New York Times page where it says Madagascar is also a bit racist. Yeah. With Chris Rock.
0: We're calling DreamWorks out on their bullshit.
3: <laughs> well, uh, Ice Age isn't even from DreamWorks, it's from Blue Sky.
0: Oh my god! I yeah. always thought
3: it was DreamWorks. Nope. Nope. Shit, this yeah. changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. They uh. What else? They made that movie, Robots. They oh got... fuck that!
0: Yeah, oh that my good... god.
3: That was a great movie. I haven't
0: seen that in Shark though. Tale were the one two punch <laughs> that made me realize movies could be bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was the first movie where you were like, this, "This needs some work." I cried walking
0: out of Shark Tale because I was like. <laughs>
1: What was that? <laughs> <laughs> the only <laughs> the movie once. I've
0: ever walked out I of on my own it was the
3: Lorax. The Lorax was the only movie I've ever walked out on, and I regret nothing with that.
0: Oh, man.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Do you have anything else about the album from Ice Age? Because <laughs> this is <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I'll I want to know this.
1: why they call themselves that and, like when did they start and when did the ice age franchise start and like who owns what?
2: So ice age, the band, uh, I think ice age was out a
3: long time ago.
1: Oh, okay.
3: (laughs) The earth holds the copyright. Yeah. And it looks like ice age is actually one word. So they got around it for the band. Oh Mm. yeah. It says on the iTunes. So, so, uh, that's not copyright. Mm. Yeah. The band is from Copenhagen,
0: so they might not have the movie. (laughs)
1: <laughs> they probably like, have the movie. Yeah, it's it's a
2: global age. It's not ICH. like it's not like Copenhagen is like uh, a cultural Alex dead zone.
3: Scrat as like an Alex Jones like figure, going back to the right wing. <laughs> Scrat.
1: Oh my oh, yes. god! <laughs> I'm just yeah. looking up. I search Ice Age on iTunes right to, to find the thing. And the Ice Age original and picture soundtrack is that the album we're discussing?
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Well, okay. <laughs> There's a song on what it called Tigers are- Tried
1: to Get Baby. Oh, yeah. punk as fuck. oh, there's also <laughs> tigers going for baby, fighting over the melons.
2: This these sound like That's swan songs.
1: Mood. I'm literally gonna listen to this right, later. Oh
2: no, it's All gonna right,
1: mess right, up gonna my, my recommendations. So, a special
3: episode, uh, a special episode re- reviewing this. A throwback from <laughs> which year did this come out?
1: 2002. Okay, and so, so the guys from Ice th-
0: Age would have been like 10 or 11
1: when yeah. the
3: first Ice Age movie came out. Yeah. Uh, Alright, what albums came out in 2002? So we need to do... Interpol. A... Interpol. Did the Glow Part 2 come out that year, or was that 2001? I'll check. Yeah, hang on. Oh wait, Ammo Collectors was... Holland again came out in 2002.
2: <laughs> I still that think the Ice Age soundtrack the... is better. The Beyondless <laughs> album cover actually kind of gives me Holland again vibes. It, yeah, does. it does, yeah. Oh. oh, we got to <laughs> with the
1: Mega hat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> we're,
2: we're, we're, we're not going to give her any context at all. At this rate, we're just fighting the quickest way to shut this podcast down. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. we we're, oh, we're, we're hijacking oh. it and turning it into an Ice Age cast.
3: Yeah, now... <laughs> Okay, what were we supposed to do at the end? Oh, yeah, we are supposed to vote the best album. Vote,
0: yeah. How do we vote?
3: Oh, we just, like, gotta register and then
0: go to some poll and shit.
3: Okay. Yeah. And then, hope, then show our IDs, because I'm in America, <laughs> and this in particular, so they're gonna, like, screw me over somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: I don't know. My vote goes for...
3: Beach House
1: because I
0: feel
3: like that was the most solid.
0: I'm yeah, I'm also gonna
1: vote for Beach House because I know yeah. I can't I can't win. Yeah,
3: <laughs> you know it's like I actually wound up liking Beach House better than parquet Courts. Yeah. <laughs> i was okay.
2: torn between beach house and parquet courts and uh not to be contrarian but i think i'm gonna toss my vote to parquet courts give him mm-hmm. a bone uh that's the one i've been re-listening to the most like of yeah almost any album yeah. in the last It's month. Actually one of
3: my top scrabbled albums on last.fm now but i only started last.fming back in march so i it would mm. probably be a lot more here i that was a fucked up sentence I would probably have a lot so, more if I'd actually done this more. Mm, so Beach House is the winner for this month. Yeah.
0: That's decided. But Ice to Age. end off the podcast, I got to I gotta say something. Oh, no. I'm looking at the Ice Age movies now. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> I, knew, Ice <laughs> Age movie. I knew this was going to happen.
0: Can I just say the last Ice Age movie is called Collision Course. <laughs> what? Oh, no. It's about the like asteroid hitting the Earth.
1: They're yeah, in space, do they right?
0: fucking die? Do they die <laughs> in the Last Ice Age movie?
1: Anyone want to like FaceTime and watch the Ice Age movie after this like I'm free? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh Let's see. What's all in? Peter Dinklage is in one of them.
1: Of course he is. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Josh from Drake and Josh is in. Patrick Stewart's in uh one of
0: them. Neil deGrasse Tyson, Simon Pegg.
1: I'm just trying to get some info. Wikipedia says an ice age is a period of long-term reduction in the temperature of the Earth's surface. Like, that's not what I'm looking for.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie Beatriz and Nick Offerman are in the last Ice Age movie. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's kind of stacked, actually. Is there going to be another? Wait, there's a potential sequel. I mean, the last
0: one's called Collision Course, so.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm just going to read the Wikipedia summary
2: this is right, we, we need the,
0: <laughs> what did we miss
2: <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: oh my god I just I skipped to the bottom of collision course and I'm just gonna read the last paragraph
1: I'm so scared Scrat,
0: Scrat keeps struggling to control the alien ship until it crashes on Mars destroying all life on the planet
3: <laughs> how in did we he get here in the mid credit scene because now they're doing that too Scrat finds his acorn <laughs> get, but gets beaten <laughs> beaten by some doors i don't it. <laughs> i'm what sorry the
2: fuck? <laughs> i'm sorry did the squirrel in this animated kids movie just like wipe out an entire planet
3: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean he did cause i remember in one of them he caused the breaking up of the continents
1: yeah. He's at blame for everything, right?
3: Yeah. God, man. Man, fuck
0: scrat. For real.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess you gotta end it there.
0: Uh, right. <coughs> and I guess this is the end of the podcast, so stay tuned next week. Yeah. Or for more. next month, rather, based off for more the speed we're going with these. For more Ice Age, more like, it's like 75% Ice Age, 25% albums at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> what was the slogan we came up with? Music is good or something? I don't know. Anyway, we just, just the, <laughs> of the beginning of the podcast and imagine I said that.
1: All right.
0: Cool. All right.
3: Bye. Bye-bye.
1: Okay. Bye. 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 Time time time. It's album time.